This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Welcome back, everyone, to episode 15 of A Star Wars Journey with Ashley and Brandy. I'm Ashley. And I'm Brandy. In today's episode, we're going to be finally discussing the Bad Batch. Yeah, Brandy, I've been like really pumped for this. I can't believe we're finally going to talk about it. I can't believe it either. It is going to be so amazing. It really is. I, I was uh, so blown away by last night's episodes that we watched. So um, can't wait to get to it. But before we do, um, do we have a uh, question of the week for our listeners? Yes, we do. Uh, last week, we asked, who is the rightful ruler of Mandalore? And we had some provocative answers on on Twitter. Oh, um, okay. One of them, <laughs> one of our one of our followers said that Kermit the Frog might be a better a better leader than um, the the candidates on the show. So I wrote back. I was like, well, I was like, I don't know, I don't know about oh, that. That's funny. So wow. I think I think we can get a, a a rightful ruler out of the cast of the Mandalorian. Oh um, yeah. So this week we are asking how you feel about how the jo- how Disney is doing so far at Lucasfilm. Okay. So this is kind of a hot button topic yeah. among fans. So let us know your thoughts. If you would leave us a voicemail at 205-928-6368 and I'll be giving that number at the end of the show. Sounds good. Thanks, Brandy. Um, also, uh, we have a shout out that we'd like to to do this week. Uh, Luke at Hoth Hoth off the press. I hope I said that right. Right. That's right, Luke Hoth off the press. Luke is a great uh, podcaster. He's got a vlog that he does on YouTube, and he also has a podcast. So you should definitely check him out. He's a really cool individual and a really great friend, and he's always been really supportive of our show. So. Definitely check him out. Awesome. Very good. Um, And uh, what news do we have this week in the Star Wars universe? Oh, we're splitting the news this week, aren't we? Because you've got quite a bit. I do, Um, yes. I didn't know if you wanted to go first. I'll I'll go, yeah, I'll go first with mine, and then we'll we'll hash it out. We'll hash it out together. Okay, Um, sounds good. I don't know. Did you see this, uh, the short that The Simpsons aired on Star Wars Day? Did you see that? I did not. No, I'm sad. That was on Disney Plus. It was, um, it was really cute. Okay. Um, it was called Maggie Simpson and the Force Awakens from its nap. Okay. And yeah, and it spoofed, it spoofed a lot of Star Wars tropes. It was really cute. I'll have to watch that tonight when we get done with this. Yeah, yeah. And this is not the first time uh, The Simpsons has tried to do um, a spoof like this, but this was the first time that it was Star Wars based. So it was really cool. Okay. Okay. I don't know if you watch Family Guy. Um, I never really watch Family Guy, but yes, every once in a while I'll catch the, the Star Wars. You do? Okay. They do a lot of Star Wars on they there, really I think. They really do. They, they're they're great. They're great. And their stuff is so funny. It is. <laughs> okay. So, you know, it's kind of odd that we talked about an Ahsoka Tano figure the other day about how we we had not seen an Ahsoka Tano figure and, and they were probably f- saving it for the show. Um, well, it, it looks like Sideshow Collectibles, which uh, has long has been a long time source of high quality figures, uh, is producing a premium Ahsoka Tana figure based on her appearance in Rebels. Okay. 
Okay. So when we when we see rebels and we see Ahsoka Tano, um, we're gonna that that's gonna be the figure from Sideshow Collectibles. Okay. And you know, Sideshow Collectibles did that amazing Grogu where he has like the little rosy cheeks. Oh, I really? Want that so badly. Yes. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna get that then. Yeah, and so that sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really excited, and, and I, I saw some mock-ups that look really good. Okay. Oh, that's going to be exciting. Karen, get my hands on that. Right, I know. <laughs> I, and I still want that Grogu. That He's just so enchanting looking. Yes, I agree. And they did such a beautiful job with him. They did. They did. You remember when we talked about the real lightsaber? Yes. How the, Disney is issuing a, a real lightsaber that extends? Yes. Yep. Okay. Well, we now have video footage of it. I saw that. That was awesome. Did you see that? I saw that. I got chills, girl. Did your mouth fall yes, open? Yes, I, I mine got did. chills when I saw that. Like, I couldn't believe it. It was crazy. Like, I screamed. So, apparently, this is issued as part of the new Galactic Cruiser Hotel. That's opening at Disney in 2022. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's what I gathered as well. Right. And so reportedly people at the hotel will be the first to see it in action. And I'm telling you, when I saw this, when I saw this, my mouth just flew open. Oh, same here. Same here. It looks so incredible. I have no idea how they did it. I don't know. But I want it. I want it too. And I am like... I want it, and I just want to continually turn it off and on. <laughs> right. I guess until it tears up. I don't know. Yes. But Same. I mean, I just, I, I really, I just want to see it. I want to see it come Me up. Too. It's crazy. I know. Like just on, off, on, off. I'm gonna be like my two year old daughter because my that's what she's doing now. Everything's <laughs> right. on, I off, know. on, off. It's like I'm two again. <laughs> <laughs> it's cause, it's because it's it's just pure magic. It's great. Precisely. Yes. And I got to say, I mean, I this is huge coming from me. Anyone that truly knows me knows that I am not big on cruises at all. Right. But I'm tempted, girl. I'm really tempted girl, I'm to so put tempted. this one. If you're tempted and I we're tempted at the same time, I think we should do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. So we're going to have to, you know, call the travel agency and, and start getting some things booked because uh, I got to get my hands on that saber and... Yeah, I want to go on the Disney Wish cruise, and I want to sit in the hyperspace cantina. Exactly, or the hyperspace yes. lounge. That's what it is. Yes, the lounge. Yeah. Yes, it should be a cantina. It should be a cantina. That's what they should really call it if they right. want to be truly authentic. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe there's yeah. a cantina on another floor. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I, I now I want to cruise with yes Star Wars characters now. Me too. Me too. <laughs> And I'm like the whole COVID thing like turned me off to to cruising and all this stuff. But I mean, you know, right? Things are calming down, no, I, and and there are, people are sanitizing, yes. and why not? Yeah. Hey, you know, people think I'm nuts, but you know, I went down to Mexico back in November, and the airports have never been cleaner. I swear. Oh, so yeah. if there's any a safer time to to travel i think it's now because they, they're on top of it yeah they exactly really are. The things are 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 more germ-free than ever it's great they really are i mean knock on wood i didn't get sick at all last week or last last week <laughs> last year so you know something i think they're they're really doing a lot for just um you know illnesses in general yeah, viruses yeah. in general 
I think so, too. So should have been doing it all along, man. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's kind of like common sense now that you think of it. It is. You know, mm-hmm. who would have known cleanliness yes. keeps down illness? Right. Exactly. I mean, we've kind of known that since the beginning of time. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's exciting about the lightsaber, though. Yeah. It's, I definitely watched that totally video like five exciting. times. It is. It is. And something else that's exciting is um, uh, there's been more set photos from uh, Andor. I've seen some of those. That is getting, yes, well, that's you can getting see me Diego excited. Luna. Yes. Yep. It, very clear in an up-close picture alongside a scout trooper. Yep, I saw that too. <gasps> so it's really awesome to see set pics come out because it makes me excited for what's ahead for other series. Exactly. Um, yeah, no, just seeing that the they're on the set, they're filming, things are happening, and just think mm. like a year from now, we're going to be watching the show. So I, I know. I love it. And, you know, there's plenty to watch until then. So it's going to be here before you know it. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, I, I love seeing that stuff. Of course, I'm very impatient to see set photos of The Mandalorian, if we'll even get oh any. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I don't know if we're even going to get any because um, we haven't seen any set photos of both. Buffet. Yeah, you're you right. Know? That's a good point. Um, and that's probably because it's, you know, the thing is, though, the difference is because they're they're all in the volume and that's yeah. a contained space. Really hard for paparazzi and stuff to get get uh, up close right. in that environment. That's true. Um, that's a good point. But maybe they'll do know, some controlled releases. Of maybe footage. maybe they'll do some more um, just to feed feed hungry fans. That would be nice. Like us. Yeah, that would be good. That would be good. Hint, hint. Yeah, please, please. <laughs> Give us something. Us. Give us something. I, I'm, I'm, I will settle for the little crumbs, you know, at this point. Exactly. I will take anything. So did you see Dave Filoni on Good Morning America? I did. I did. Yeah. And and when they asked him about season mom. three of The Mandalorian, he said, I think the force will be strong with it. Yes. Yes. Oh. That line has been driving me crazy, girl. My what gosh. What does he mean? What does he mean? Does that mean Grogu's coming back and he's going to be strong with the force? Or is there someone else that's going to be strong with the force? Like... The wheels uh, in my head I, have been turning. I took it to mean Grogu, but I like I'm Grogu minded. Same, <laughs> yes. So, so it's kind of like everything to me is like, oh, that's Grogu. Yeah, it's got to be Grogu. Uh, but I mean, to me, I, to me, I, I really think we might see some cutscenes of Grogu training and, yeah, you know, his using the mm-hmm. force and possibly. Oh my gosh, that would be so awesome. I mean, I, I really want that with all of my heart. I really want to see Grogu. Um, but that there's also a part of me, too, that would really like to see. I mean, obviously, everybody likes to be right, right? Like when you're guessing something or speculating, you want, oh, you want yeah. to be right. But I just still have this feeling that Din has a sensitivity with the Force, that Din is actually gifted in that, and he doesn't realize it. It would be that would be that would make me incredibly happy. I would be just so blown away. Like, I, I just don't know. There's just been so many examples and hints that he. Right. Has like other special abilities, you know, that makes him, you know, maybe that's what um, always helped him be a better fighter and a better warrior than others. Yeah, I can totally see you that. Know? So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But I, that, that line definitely got me excited. I mean, um, Floney, I, I just I trust him with 
everything so he can do what he wants i'll be happy yeah oh yeah Um, i mean so especially even with you know bad batch i mean i cannot wait to talk to you about that i just i'm so blown away i know i can't wait to discuss it it's been driving me nuts all day just (laughs) i've I've been thinking about it yes wanting to see it and not being able to see it again right you know, just, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can't wait to rewatch it. Yeah. I, I mean, I, there's a very good chance I might rewatch it again tonight because my husband didn't get, get a chance to watch it. And I said, you will like this. You will love it. Oh, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. yeah rewatch it. Yeah. No, I, I probably am going to. So. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. So are you done with your half of the news? I can get into mine. Uh, I've got I've got two more news items oh, yeah, that are, are noteworthy. If you remember... um. The new Knights of the Old Republic remake for console gamers. Uh, yes, I remember you, know, you talked about, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an, it's a it's a role playing game, and um, they're remaking it, and reportedly it's going to be more action oriented. Okay, sort of a departure from the role playing game roots. All right. So I would hazard that this is to appeal more to first-person shooter gamers. Okay. You know, people that are used to, like, more action yeah. play rather than role play, like, on a PC. Okay. So, right. so yeah, so that's that's that. And, um, you know, we, we, have, we talked before about um, some legend novels that would get beautiful new reissues, new covers, really pretty. Yeah. Um, and Star Wars, the Star Wars Insider, the magazine, is reporting that a compilation of short works by notable Star Wars authors is being issued in one volume of their magazine. Oh, wow. So, the, yeah, it's going to be really cool. Yeah. These will be legend stories by, like notable epic authors in the Star Wars universe complete with beautiful new artwork. So to me, like who kind of grew up on legend yeah. stuff, like when I, I was like 13 yeah. and that's all we had. It's great to see legends material treated with the respect it deserves. It's just really nice. Oh gosh. Yeah. That's, that's gotta be so wonderful, especially, you know, you grew up with it and to see them just embrace it with open arms. That's so awesome. Yeah. Because I mean, a girl, I'm not going to lie. I was upset when Disney took over and they're like, Oh, guess what? Legends is no longer canon. And I, I was, oh, well, yeah. I was one of those right. crying. Sure. I mean, <laughs> because, but, uh, but yeah, I, I'm really, I'm really happy with the way things have turned out and, you know, totally accepting of canon now and, yes, you know, right. and, and really happy that, that Legends is still being recognized for the work that it is. Absolutely. Well, it's a, it's beautiful work. So, um, oh yeah. Oh gosh. So, yeah, this is, so many good stories. Yeah. So many good times. I really gotta, I really gotta get into them. I, I have your suggestions. I ha- still have them saved of the ones that you recommended and I promise I will get right. to them. My starter pack. Yes. Your starter pack. That's right. The legend starter pack by Brandy. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. What was that it? Or you got one more? I, I'm good. I'm, I'm all, I'm wrapped up. Yeah. All right. You're wrapped up. Okay. So, um, I think this is brand new. I think this just came out today, but there is a okay. rumor and I don't know, maybe take this with a grain of salt because it's coming from, and you'll recognize his name, YouTuber and self-proclaimed leaker, Mike 
Zero. Is am I saying that right? Zero. Oh yeah, yeah. I know you him, know yeah. about him. So he's claiming that um, Gal Gadot is going to be entering into the Star Wars universe, and she's going to be playing a Sith princess. Apparently. Wow. Yeah. So um, I'm not sure uh, how much truth there is to this rumor, but um, I think that would be kind of cool because I actually do like Gal Gadot. I, I did like her as. Yeah, I love her. She's great. She is great. So I could totally see that, and she's definitely. You know, got that athletic physique to be able to pull that off. I I would think um, probably just reminds me a little of Ventress. You know, like how Ventress oh, was able yeah, to. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So and I can see you know where that might have happened because you know she and uh, Pedro Pascal just worked on the Wonder Woman 1984. Exactly. And maybe yep. they got to talking and yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We, you know. Hollywood makes those connections all the time. That's right. So we'll see what happens. But I would not be disappointed if that just turns no, out to be the no, case. No, I would be. I would welcome that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, some Obi Wan Kenobi news. Ewan McGregor was on Jimmy Kimmel. I think it was last night because it just posted today. I need to see that. Yeah. He was uh, always so on Jimmy Kimmel, just talking about what it was like is like working on Obi Wan. Um, and he says it, it just feels great to put the costume back on. He says the scripts are great. Everybody that he's working with is great. He's having a great time. Oh. Love that word, great. He just sounds very upbeat and you know just happy. Um, and I love him anyway. I do too. It's like I'm just so excited for him that he gets to play this role again, this iconic role that you know everybody just loves. Um, I'm so excited for him, and I'm so excited for me. me well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> me too. I've <laughs> only been waiting for this for because I cannot wait to see it. Right? I mean, how many years has it been? Revenge of the Sith came out in 2005, so math is hard. It's 2021, so that's how many years is that? Is that 16 years? Is that it? Yeah, girl. Sixteen yeah. years we've been waiting for this. <laughs> so and, and this this thing, this um, standalone episode, uh, I mean standalone series, has been teased for years. Right. Yes. And and like you know, and this is one of those. It's like it was a pipe dream for a while. Yeah. Like you know, we thought like this is never really going to happen. Right. You know, this is just something. This is you know something that fans have cooked up, yep. and you know, it's just a rumor on the in part of the rumor mill at Disney. Mm-hmm. But girl, we're getting it, and I I cannot be more happy. Right. I mean, it just goes oh. to show you all good things to those who wait. Right. Hey, that's it. That's, you just got it. Patience is. Patience is definitely a virtue, but I really need to get it. <laughs> um, it, it is. <laughs> uh, so just, you know, he, he went on to talk about it, the what it's like working in the volume. He says, you know, before working on the prequels, it was months and months of blue screens and green screens. And he says now they have right. this extraordinary technology where... We are inside this big room with screens, and the backgrounds are already on there. He says it just feels so much more realistic. So, again, for me... Oh, I can imagine from, like, an actress perspective, yes. that makes all the difference in the world. Yes. I mean, think about how much more authentic their performances are going to be. Like, I, yeah. I can't wait oh, to yeah. see that unfold on screen. I, I know there's going to be a difference. So, um, I can't wait. Um and then the other piece of news, I don't know if you saw, but the Smithsonian uh, has shown off some pictures of a new life-size Star Wars X-Wing that they inherited. I actually did see that, but I neglected to put it in news. Okay, okay. But I, that, I, that made me really, really excited. Yeah. And it really it's, it also is really cool. kind of sad 
because I've been to the Air and Space Museum. Me too. Like a long time ago. Yeah. And I, now I really just want to go back. Right. Well, that that might be something else we got to do. We got to put that on our bucket list. We're going to have to get to get out there to see that. Um Imagine seeing that life size. I mean, I, I, oh my gosh. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, um, it's not going to be revealed, I think, until next year. So we still have okay. a year to plan. So we're not missing out we this got year. Time. We got time to go on that cruise and get back. Precisely. We'll go on the cruise and then we'll we'll head over to Washington and go to the Smithsonian. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. We're, we're planning all this stuff. It's <laughs> going to be lit. That's right. Um, but... Yeah, that that was pretty much it for my end of news. Um, so I guess we can talk about the Bad Batch. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I am so ready for this girl. So yeah. episode one called Aftermath. Um, both you and I were surprised that this takes place immediately after Clone Wars, like right at the you know beginning of Order sixty six. So, right, I came into this completely unspoiled. Me too. Me too. And, I was, you know, there was a little, you know, necessarily there was a little delay between like when we got to watch it because you know we had real life stuff going on real and life. you know whatever. Yeah, apologize to and, the listeners out there. My real life, you know, sucked last. It just kicked my butt last week. So, well, apologies. mine was in. Mine was running neck and, and neck. And yours so. too. Yeah, it was really bad. So, so it was. So I can't believe that. We were both unspoiled. Yeah. Well, I think, and I and I will I will say that I did kind of want to be surprised. So, like when I would see articles on Facebook or whatever, I would I would just scroll past. Yeah. No, like seeing that it happened during the Clone Wars at the very end of the Clone Wars completely threw me because I thought this was going to be like years after. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I thought this was going to take place a few years after all of that, but no, we actually get to see what they are going through during Order sixty six, which was. really cool because the first thing that i thought about was they're they're like questioning it um except for crosshair obviously which we'll get into right. soon mm-hmm. but they were they were questioning it they're like yeah i keep hearing this order 66 I, I don't know what that is like so clearly they were unaffected by this um you know they they didn't just go along with it like the other clones so i thought that was really interesting and um it really made me sad that you know that Padawan Caleb um, had to yeah. watch his master get killed before his eyes, and then he was too scared to trust, you know, Clone Force ninety nine. Even though Hunter was sure. trying to get him to understand, we don't know what's going on. We want to help you. Um, so that really sucked. But I, I hope that we'll see him again. I'm sure that we will. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll see him again. Yeah, I, I loved how um, this opening scene was a great introduction to the characters. Um, yes. It, you know, we, people who've seen the Clone Wars already know them, but yeah. to someone who hasn't seen the Clone Wars, I think they did a great job of introducing everybody. I think that, yeah, that's a good point. I missed that. You're absolutely right. You actually don't yeah. need to watch the Clone Wars to appreciate this show and appreciate these characters because they do a good job introducing it and you don't even like realize you're being introduced. Um, oh, yeah. It's very sneaky. I yeah. mean, it's very subtle the way they did it. It was great. Uh, I love how Wrecker called um, Caleb Little Jedi. Oh, yes, like, I, yes. I have such a soft spot for Wrecker. Wrecker is, yeah, I do like Wrecker. I got to say, though, my, my favorite of all time is Tech. I don't know why. I just, I freaking love that guy. Like Tech, it, Tech's my favorite. I have a huge brain crush on him. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just, you just keep talking, Tech. 
<laughs> You're so sexy when you talk. <laughs> You're so sexy oh. when you think. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I really actually enjoyed how um, tech pretty much had everything figured out, like about why they were unaffected by Order 66. Mm-hmm. I loved his explanation for everything. Um, and so let me get this right, though. He did know about the inhibitor chip, right? He just failed to mention that because he, th- quote, thought it was obvious. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like he, yeah, it seemed like he did know about it. And, and is that because he accessed the records? I think he, yeah, I think he accessed the records and he was going, yeah, I think that's what he was describing when they were back home and he was talking about why why they were unaffected by or did it. They, did they first know about it from Omega? Remember, Omega comes in and says, you know, the inhibitor chip. Yes, yes, yes. So um, Omega did come in and talk about the inhibitor chip. And then um, they said, Tech, why didn't you mention that? And then he said, well, I thought it was obvious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where he says, I thought it was obvious. It's like, of course you did, Tech. Um, so I really enjoyed the scene in the training facility. What did you think of that? Oh, I loved it. And it reminded me of when we first meet these guys. Yes, exactly. Yep, that whole and, scene in the training facility. Yeah, yeah the whole scene. Um, it, I thought it was very tense. Uh, yes. I just it really like the action was terrific. And it just made great for great TV. It really did. It was so cool to watch them improvise, uh, especially going mm-hmm. up against the live fire, which, you know, I think, I don't know what kind of weapons they had, but it wasn't meant to go up against that kind of firepower. Um, those, right. those droids were almost indestructible, even for Wrecker. Wrecker couldn't, you know, do anything to them. So it was right. really fun to see them think on the spot and figure out how to, to work around that. Um, to the point where it was actually impressing Tarkin, because Tarkin, up until that point, he didn't see any use for the clones, but he actually saw that maybe these ones would be useful. Um, right, because he's he's no friend of the clones. He doesn't like clones. Nope, nope he doesn't. And, um, and, you know, that's kind of what started the whole initiative in the new Empire for stormtroopers to be recruited rather than cloned. Right, yep. Yeah, I was always kind of questioning that. Like, are they still clones or are these actually recruits? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, no, they do turn out to be just recruits. Yep. Um, And they also, too, in the Empire, this is a little off topic, but uh, this is also, too, in the Empire, they have um, a sort of prejudice against alien species. Okay. And so that's why you see so many humans. Oh, okay. In, in positions, yeah. Okay. Hi, I missed that. That's interesting. So, like, so if you notice, like, in the in, like Imperial officers, you'll see like no aliens. That's true. Yeah, you're right. They're all humans. That's a good point. They're all human. Yeah. yeah. No, that, that I guess that rings true. Just because they're you know they're imperialist, I would assume there's just very strong like hate to use the word racism, but that. That's kind of what it what it is in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah, but but on the Republic side, you see people like Admiral Akbar and yeah, it's very diverse. Interesting, it's totally diverse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How did I not even notice this until now? Wow, that's awesome. Girl, we could talk. We could talk about the Empire versus the Republic in a whole new podcast. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Oh, man. <laughs> that is true. But it's really, it's, just... what's cool about it is it's cool 
seeing the seeds of these of, of all of that early on. Yeah, yeah, like even like in in the Bad Batch, like you seeing the, seeing the seeds of all that like early on because Tarkin's prejudice against the clones. Yep. Um, you know he he doesn't like the clones. He thinks there's no use for them. Uh, and of course, you know he's. An imperialist, so if he can get gain from somebody, he will. And he sees use for them to go destroy the rebels. Yes. Yeah. Which he told them they were insurgents. Right. Yeah. And that's... Let's see. Is that the next episode where they they have the order? Is that the... Nope, nope, that's still this one. I forget. This is a 70-minute long episode. There was so much that happened. Yeah, this is a long one, yeah. So much that happened. So, um... I thought it was interesting, though, that nothing got past Tarkin because he still knew that Caleb was alive or that they didn't actually kill yeah. him. So he still was not completely trusting of them. Yeah, he sent that probe droid to watch him. Yep, exactly. And so, um, so yeah, they go they go to, I forget what, plan, what planet was this that they went to. Do you I, I forget. Yeah, sorry, I didn't write it in my notes. Yeah, I didn't either. But so they go there, and um, I was surprised to see Saw Guerrera there again. I wasn't expecting to see him. So that was really yeah, cool. Yeah, I wasn't expecting to see him later. Yeah, not so soon, on the first episode. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting to see him right. so early. So yeah, I yep, thought that was very cool. It was cool. cool. Um, I love the line that he said, because they were um, questioning about what to do. He says, if we give up now, everything that we fought for, everything that we lost, everyone that's died it will have been for nothing um so i thought that was really yeah. powerful yeah that's powerful and so i was actually surprised though that it took to halfway through this episode for all of the members of the bad batch to question crosshair like didn't you notice when he wanted to kill caleb and he was so intent on killing caleb that something was wrong with him but no right, it, i know i thought that was the one thing that i thought was kind of odd because it, it took him wanting to kill a whole, you know, village of innocent civilians to to question him. But um, my thing is, my thing with Crosshair is, since all of these all of these clones in the Bad Batch have, like, for lack of a better term, superpowers. Yes. Instead of an inhibitor chip, like none of them have it. I Except think they do Echo, have it though, but Crosshair. Did have his. That was my thing, though, was did he, did Crosshair, was he responding to his inhibitor chip or is he just morally gray? No, he he did have the chip. I do believe they all have the chip, but Tech was describing that it was their, um, they're just defective. They were defective. The way they were designed. Yeah, and so that um, affected their ability to um, adhere to, to Order sixty six, their chip, it just it wasn't it wasn't working. That's why they generally don't follow the rules. So for some reason, it just worked in in Crosshair. For some reason, Crosshairs actually still worked. And so what happened was, remember. Um, so I, I know you were you were actually dealing with a lot last night. So I'll just tell you that um, the doctor um, forget her name, um, but she was asked by Tarkin, can you enhance the program, as in enhance Order 66? Oh. And so that's why Crosshair just went 
crazy at the end. It was even gonna okay, shoot his own yes. Yeah. So I was yeah, I was dealing with like family drama there yeah. during that time. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 it's okay. Um but yeah, so that's what happened. So so they, I had like three conversations going on. Right, and right. I was trying to watch and I'm like, what yeah. happened? What just no, happened? I know. So yeah, I, I actually missed that. Yeah. So, so they in um they enhanced his programming. They enhanced it. To, so so the inhibitor chip would be more effective. Yes, exactly. Yep. Okay. So that's why you all see right, him. All right. Yeah. So I actually so so yeah, I was annoyed with Crosshair too. Um, but I I really kind of like how they set him up to be like the big bad kind of with them. Yeah. So I'm I'm really kind of excited to see that unfold and what what they're gonna do with that. But his his line though, girl, remember disobeying orders over a kid, <laughs> like. I am oh, so my happy gosh, we're yeah. getting this storyline again. I don't care if we've we've seen this story before. I want to see it again. <laughs> you know, I don't care how many times it's recycled. Right? I like it. Never gets like, old. What is it about these badass fighters, warriors that take up a child, you know, under arm and just become these unsuspected parents? Like that's my that's my jam, Holmes. I love that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is my aesthetic yes. now. I love it. So. Um, and that was, uh, so that was a huge bombshell. Omega is actually a, one of the other clones. She's one of the members of the Bad Batch. She's... That blew me, me away. The, and the fact that she's female. Yeah, I know, right? Like... I know. And I don't, I wonder if that's her superpower, Yahoo. Right. Or <laughs> if she's got something else with her. Like, I guess, would you know, I saw, and I saw some... I saw some conjecture online, like maybe she's force sensitive, you know, all of this, all of that. Um, I just think that we just don't know, and I think that they're going to make us wait for it, like they made us wait for Grogu. It's it's possible, it's possible, but I do think that um, you know she she actually exhibited um, some pretty impressive sharpshooting skills when she she actually picked up that that blaster and shot yeah. at. Um, crosshair and actually i think she shot the the gun right out of his arms and caught him yeah, off yeah she did yeah so was, she said that was the first smart, time yeah. she ever picked that up before so she's had no training nothing and she was able to just bam and the first shot so maybe yeah we know what a good shot obi-wan is so. yeah exactly so um so maybe that's a possibility of what her skill set is or maybe she's just as good at everything who knows but i i we're yeah, find she out. could have it all. She might have it all. Um, I really like her. Yeah, I do too. I, I love her. So I'm. Um, I was just glad to see that they went back for her. That was awesome. Uh, the scene right before actually they start shooting Hunter and Crosshair. I just I loved the tension. I loved the, you know, the back yeah, and forth. Yeah, that was great. Definitely felt like a western. You know, a little bit. Yeah, it was like an uh, like a uh, Mexican standoff. Pre- they call precisely. It. Yes, exactly. And the only other thing that I took away from the end of this episode is that um, the Kaminoans uh, clearly do not trust the Empire now. So now they're being very cautious and hesitant on how how much information they're going to divulge to Tarkin. Right. Because obviously Tarkin's going to want to put them out of business and they're not into that. So I'm kind of interested to see where this goes. With the Kaminoans and what they're going to yeah, do. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, because I love them. Yeah, I do too. So it'd be really cool if they could somehow, I don't know, team up with the Bad Batch or at least have them uh, work on their behalf. 
um, to right. go up against the Empire. That would be cool. But overall, this episode was phenomenal. I loved it from it start to finish. It was amazing. It just was like a movie. <laughs> and it went by so fast. It really did. That whole 70 minutes, that went by like nothing. Um, so do, do you have anything else to add before we go to episode two? No, no. It was it was terrific. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, I do like how um, Tarkin is animated here. Yeah. Like, he's, he's really, it's more uh, true to his physical form. Yes, I thought the same and thing. I, I just think I really, I'm really impressed by the voice work and the animation. Me too. The animation is just out of this world. Um, again, like, I thought towards the end of Clone Wars, it was good. This is just another level. Um, it just gets better and better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So episode two, cut and run. I I, I loved this episode because it reminded oh, me. Oh, I did too. I, I think I love this more than the first yeah, one. Yeah, I think I do too, just because it reminds me so much of the Sanctuary episode of The Mandalorian where Din goes to that yeah. planet and hides out with Grogu. It just had that feel to it. I love that we got to see the deserter again. That was so cool. I was so excited to see him again because yeah. he's such a great character. He really is. I mean, I, I never thought that I would that we were going to see him again, but I thought it was perfect. That I thought they, they used him perfectly yes. in this episode. I agree. Some of my favorite parts of this episode, I, I love how um, apprehensive um, Omega was when that girl, when his daughter, grabbed her hand to play outside. I know. And she kind of looks over at Hunter almost for some reassurance, like, is it okay? And he smiles like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> and he's like watching her play and stuff it just again reminded me of the mandalorian episode yes when they're on sorgan yes exactly yep oh something that was kind of creepy um i would say creepy but like you mentioned this before when we were talking about the first episode seeing the seeds planted um you know the beginning of the empire taking over the whole mm-hmm. chain code for traveling like that was oh that yeah. was hard for me to watch just because you're seeing like someone that is trying to get on a transport to, fl- to to go somewhere and they're not letting him because he doesn't have a chain code. Like that was kind of creepy and painful to watch because they're they're going through right. this. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. It reminded me of like Orwell's 1984. Precisely. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, and so it was. It was really. It was. I agree. It was really hard to watch. Yeah. Like, uh, I guess it kind of freaks me out about possibility in the future, you know, something similar happening. Um, right. Just in a, and, it, and it was just another way for the Empire to take people's freedom. Perci- yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, because, you know, where that goes from is like it starts like, OK, everybody needs a chain code. Well, then certain people's chain codes are inconveniently invalid. Right. Yeah. That's true. And so then you start limiting liberties and freedoms. Exactly. Yeah. So it's really spooky. It is. And I just, um, I really think, I always love that about Star Wars, too, how they they really did a great job displaying, like, all of the horrible problems with all of that. Like, they lay it all out for you, you know, mm-hmm. and say, like, this is yeah. not a good uh, system. You know, we should never support a system like this. And here, right, exactly. you see it taking over and you see the warning signs. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's a it's a great lesson in history, too, I think. Like, I think I think it was. And, you know, what you what you mentioned about how, you know, you see the seeds and you see it taken over and um, was how they used verbatim Palpatine's speech in the first episode. Yes. Yes. 
and how all the the regs, as as the Bad Batch call the clone yes. troopers, were reacting. They were like, you know, like yay, you know, mm-hmm. yes, and hurrah, and all yep. that. Um, and they were it was making the Bad Batch uncomfortable. Oh, big time! Because they they still had their autonomy. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's a huge point. That was a that was a really important. Um, scene and moment for them where they realize things have changed for the worst and they're in for the worst, totally right. new territory now um so yeah just for them to survive in that it's it's going to be interesting to see so uh i thought it was really sweet that um so omega got herself in trouble and hunter was yelling at her um because she got to that right. creature almost like killed her and I love how Cut had to almost give Hunter a little lesson in parenting and how, like, soft and compassionate and sweet he was, and he picks her up. Oh, my gosh. That, that melted me. I just, me. like, melted into a big puddle. Like, oh, my gosh. That is so cute. That was so wonderful. Um, he was, he, he told he told him, he's like, she's not a soldier. Exactly. She's a child. And he you treated know, her as such. Y- yeah. Yeah, yeah, because he he was really, you know, like jacking her up, yeah. you know. And that and it made me sad. It actually really made me sad because um I felt like Hunter felt immediately defeated that he had failed her. And so his immediate yeah. conclusion is, well, she can't stay with us. She's going to have to go with with Cut because obviously uh that's what she needs. That's where she belongs. But it's like Right. At the end of the episode, I, I just felt it came full circle so perfectly because when she says I have a lot to learn, he goes, "Actually, I have a lot to learn too." You know, when she said that she wanted to stay there, he says, if this is where you want to be, then this is where you will stay. Like, I just thought that ending was so beautiful. It was so sweet. Like, Hunter actually grew in this episode. It is really beautiful. So I just thought it was awesome. I loved I loved this episode so much. Yeah, I do. And I I love um, I love the deserter and his family. Me too. And I loved every scene with them. I love um the kids, how they were trying to play with Omega, and Omega didn't know, like, how to play catch. Right. You know? Yeah. And, you know, because it's, when you think about it, she's been bred to do one thing, and, of course, you know, I know she had a special assignment in the med bay, but um, really didn't know how to be a kid. Right, exactly. And and I love... Um, that ba- that badass Twilight woman, yes, cuts his wife. wife Sue. I love yeah. her. How, how she how she climbed up on the roof and picked off that uh, beast. Yes, I'm like mm-hmm. you go, girl. You can yes. tell she's done that plenty of times. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, she's done. She's probably done it multiple times with her own kids. Precisely. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason that fence is there. Yes. And I love how she was even trying to give um, to give parenting advice to Hunter too. Like you know, she's an yeah. experienced mom, and she just knows what it's like to have kids. And uh, yeah, Hunter just needs, I think, to to lighten up a little bit and have a little patience, not just with Omega, but also with himself. And yeah, and, I agree. Yeah, so I I just I do love that he made that. Um, not a complete transformation, but he grew a little bit in this episode, you know, with what he experienced there. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, I love this episode so much. <laughs> I'm probably going to rewatch this one, too, tonight. <laughs> I did, too. The The second one was my favorite by far. Yeah. And I really love the parallels between Sanctuary I do and too. this episode. Because, I mean, I saw Dean in Hunter. 
Me too. Exactly. So much. I did too. I mean, I just the journey that he takes. Yes. Watching Omega play and just like Dan watch watching um, Grogu play with the kids on Sorgan mm-hmm. and coming to the conclusion that he's better off without him. Precisely. And, you know, Hunter comes to the same conclusion. Yep. I mean, you know. Yeah. Look, I I would never. I never get tired of this plot device. No, never. no. Filoni, if you want to steal the same old storyline from the Mandalorian, you have my permission. Go right ahead. Because it gives me it gives me good feelings. Precisely. It like it's like coming home. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You you said it perfectly. Yeah. I just I just love the whole you know badass warrior turned soft dad. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's that's it. I think that's just, you know, that's, that's, my that's trope. our type. That's, that's my our thing. trope. We like to see the badass go soft dad. I love that last moment at the end with Wrecker, how he was like um, using the droid as a weight. And he was like doing cur- bicep bicep curls with the droid. Yes, I saw that too. I forgot to write that down. I, I just have <laughs> such a soft spot for him. He's one of those people that he if he he's if he likes you, he's for you one hundred percent. And if he doesn't, oh, he's complete, like you're he would be your worst enemy. Did you see how he um how he uh reacted when he saw the kids? He's I think he referred to himself as Uncle Wrecker. Like he refers to those kids yeah, like those yes. are his niece and nephew. Like that was so awesome. Like he's, yes, he's one I of mean, the family. He just one of the family. He's just like a big a big O. Yeah. And I love I loved when um he was confronted by the stormtroopers. Oh yes, and uh, yes, and he was like, "Oh yeah, my ID. It must be in my hand over here." And <laughs> oh, he's no, like, "No, it's in this, this one." And then, he, and then he just clashed all yes. three of their heads together. <laughs> I laughed and out I'm loud. Like that, that, I did too. I'm like, that's so perfect. I thought it was awesome. He he's just such a great character. Uh, he he really is. I, I I really do love them all. Um, Tech is still kind of my favorite, but I think I'm gonna be really emotionally invested in Hunter be, for obvious reasons yeah yeah hunter definitely is the one that's going to be on the journey i think for this show at least to me it seems that's the case so yeah they might they might have episodes where they're all featured yeah that's true they're probably going to focus because there's there is uh now five of them you know so yeah i did say that we're gonna i I did say i did see today that we're gonna get 16 apps 16 apps oh my gosh so this is gonna go all the way through july girl this is awesome yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that pretty much wraps it up for this episode of a star wars journey um we're gonna be back next week talking about episode three of the bad batch uh so be sure to listen in for that um please leave us a voicemail uh brandy what is that number again 205-928-6368. Awesome. Thanks for that. And uh, if you guys haven't already, please like and follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Obviously, this time around, we want to be discussing the Bad Batch with y'all. So please, uh, you know, comment on us, send us your questions, all of that. But yeah, thank you again for listening. And as always, may the force be with you. Greetings, listener. Just a reminder that the podcast you just heard is a proud member of the Red 5 Network family. Red5Network.com offers you a great variety of shows you'll be sure to love. So the next time you're itching for quality content, make sure you head over to Red5Network.com. You'll find this podcast along with a whole lot more. All wings report in. It's the Red 5 Network. Red 5 Network.